Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs, we're here to win them. Week 15 listeners, welcome back. Sorry we had to take last week off. Uh, you know, we kind of did all of our draft prep. And then once we got uh, into last week, we had Labor Day. And then it was like, when are we going to do the episode? Didn't really work out. And we thought, you know what? Let's enjoy the week. Yeah. NFL Sunday. It's coming. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing we could do to help prep any more drafts. Um, you had your lineups in by last Wednesday because you've been looking forward to it. We get it. So we took the week off. We're back now and we're ready to go. Before we get any farther, Tyler, start me off with a win. Yeah, this past uh, Saturday, um, I woke up and I told my wife, I said, let's go do something today. So we went down to France Park, one of our favorite spots, did some hiking, found a couple waterfalls, packed a lunch and uh, had a good time with the kids. Um, that's, that's one of our favorite places to go. Had a great time, so that was a good win for us, Johnny. How about you? Yeah, my win has got to be a shout-out to my dad. Uh, we had a card show. Not It was the day before Labor Day, um, and it was I was having a rough time, and he was kind of my rock and helped me get through it. Um, so, you know, it's been kind of a crazy last few weeks for me, but my dad's been a huge help. My dad's definitely my win. Dad, thank you if you're listening. Um, appreciate everything, and uh, yeah, it was one of those days where I definitely needed some help and he was there for me. So, Pops, you're the man. Are you a fan of unique, handcrafted treasures? Look no further than our own woodworking and collectibles business. At the studio at Benchtop Designs, we specialize in creating exquisite woodworking pieces and have found collectibles that will captivate your imagination. Each item is meticulously crafted with a passion and attention to detail, making them truly one of a kind. From stunning wooden furniture to custom-made pieces, our collection showcases the beauty of available materials and the artistry through craftsmanship. Whether you're looking to add a touch of elegance to your home or searching for the perfect gift, our woodworking and collectibles are sure to impress. Visit our website at www.benchtopdesigns.studio and visit our inspiration gallery to explore our wide selection of handcrafted treasures from our family of satisfied clients. The studio at Benchtop Designs, where craftsmanship meets artistry. All right, so Tyler, you're in nine leagues. What was the record on the weekend? Yeah, I will say, um, usually I wake up on Sundays and I look forward to setting my lineups and tinkering, but it Nine is just too many, man. Um, <laughs> when you take it as seriously as I do, um, every decision you kind of hinder on a little bit. So I, I think nine is probably too many, but I was six and three this week. So pretty pleased with the results. Uh, had had a couple bad breaks, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, six and three, I was overall pretty happy. Two and zero oh in the listener league. So I tried telling you guys I was coming for you, but now... There's a little bit of uh, proof in that pudding. Yeah. How, how about you, Johnny? I, so I'm in five leagues. I went two and three uh, with some close calls, lo- close losses. Um, unfortunately, uh, I lost in one of our listener leagues as well. Um, the team in the listener leagues that had Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback actually won. Um, He's scrambling a little bit. Yeah, but... But yeah, I had another I had another team with Joe Burrow at the helm that took an L. Uh if you guys saw on our Instagram, I posted every player that I'm starting. 
Um, and you'll see that in two of my five leagues, Joe Burrow is my quarterback. Yep. In two of my five leagues, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. So a rough week one with some question marks looming over the future. Uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't pleased. I wasn't pleased. Um, we're going to talk about some heroes and zeros here in a minute. Uh, guys that just stood out. Um, and then guys that stood out for the wrong reasons, I guess. Uh, Tyler, I'll let you go first. Who, who was it that you were super impressed by? Obviously Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah. it starts and ends with right there. 44.5 points of PPR. Yeah, I mean, he is just the, the speed that he gives you on the football field is just unbelievable. Um, he said he wants to, um, he said he wants two thousand receiving yards this year, which is absolutely nuts. But when you he got go, a chunk on <laughs> when when you go out there and you get a tenth of that in one week, uh, if Tua can stay healthy, man, I want every single piece of that Dolphins defense. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw Tua on my list of of heroes too. Um, I mean, twenty seven points, like he he looked great. You know, yeah. he he was a question mark for both of us coming into the season. And well, I mean, we said it numerous times. We love him, but. When he gets a shot to the head, which is, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. What, what's, can he hold up? Yeah, I love his weapons. Um, I love his coach. Uh, his defense is solid. He's going to put him in good positions. I, I, I was never anti Tua, but uh, a lot of question marks there. But boy, in week one, he show out. I think he was a high scoring quarterback. Is that he right? was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tua. Who else you got? Um, I think this is going to be a week-to-week thing with the 49ers, but, man, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. I mean, it, it might have just been a Brandon yeah. Ayuk week. I think we're going to have Debo weeks, Kittle weeks, and then, you know, McCaffrey. It was You're kind of going to have to take your shot on the 49ers, and luckily for me, I, I do have a fair share of McCaffrey, so uh, he was he was another one. So Ayuk and McCaffrey, but like I said, you're going to have to pick your spots on the 49ers because you just never know who it's going to be with all those weapons. Yeah, I mean, Brandon, I, I'll say this, you know, I'm obviously C-Mac, is, he's a top five pick in every single league. Um, and then, you know, Debo is somebody that I was really high on coming into the season. Uh, you know, he did okay. Brandon Ayuk looked like he was the guy on the offense. Yeah. Like, like there was plays where he got one-on-one balls and won those matchups. I mean, yes, Brock Purdy looked fantastic. Couldn't praise him enough. But some of the throws that he gave Brandon Ayuk a chance on that he pulled down, got his feet in. I mean, Brandon Ayuk looked like wide receiver one every bit to me. Yeah. He, he looks bigger than he was. I, I don't know, like, dimension. I don't know if he's actually gotten bigger. But he looked bigger. He definitely played bigger. He was a huge, gleaming standout to me. Um, you know, we mentioned Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey. Austin Eckler was amazing. Um, Justin Jefferson didn't score, but was still amazing. Uh, he might have. I don't think he did. I don't think he scored. He did not score, but yeah, he was but nine, he, he nine had, for 150. Yeah, I was going to say he had a good game. Um, you know, those are all like top five picks really. Um, and they did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Jamar Chase is the guy that I was screaming one one for. He, he didn't even get 10 points. I don't think, but again, that was more on Burrow and, and the Bengals offense. Um, when I look at guys that stood out, uh, aside from those guys, we expected to Aaron Jones with 26.7 points and, uh, let's see who else Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley. He's got what we believe to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and he threw him the ball 11 times. He was able to grab eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. But again, he just looks he looks faster than everybody else when he's yeah. playing. I mean, he, he just looks special, and uh, he definitely had a special performance in week one. 
Yeah, another guy I want to mention is Jacoby Myers. Uh, I think that he matches up pretty well with Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo is not really a downfield kind of guy. Um, but Myers, I mean, he was targeted 10 times. He caught nine of those, 80, 81 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he did He did take a pretty nasty shot to the head, Johnny. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, so he'll be questionable for week one, but um, he's somebody who I think fits with what Jimmy Garoppolo wants to do quite a bit. So I, I know that Devontae Adams' managers were probably a little upset that Myers got so much work, um, but he's definitely somebody you want to uh, take a look at. He's rostered in uh, about 75% of leagues, so quick peek at the waiver wire this week, see if uh, he's available, um, but he's another hero for me this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of people hate on Jimmy G, but his guys always produce fantasy-wise. You look at the 49ers over the last few years, I mean, Jimmy G was in and out with injury, but when he was there, those guys those guys ate. And so, Devontae Adams, um, Jacoby Myers, I'm sure those guys are going to be fine on the fantasy situation. Um, one more person I want to mention on Heroes, Jordan Love. Did yeah. You, did you start him or AR? I started Richardson. Did you? Well, yeah. He had a good day, too. He had a good day, dude. Pro- pro- proved me wrong. Um, but Jordan Love looks legit. Yeah, and I mean, he was without arguably his best weapon in yeah, Watson. Christian so, Watson. Yeah, yeah he that, didn't seem to face him one bit. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the zeros. When I say zeros, you know, Quite we, literally. we got heroes and zeros. We're talking about literal zeros. Um, I'm going to start with two Bengals because yeah. Joe Burrow was my quarterback in two leagues. T. Higgins was my receiver in one of my leagues. Burrow completed 45% of his passes, no touchdowns. T. Higgins got eight targets. Zero catches. And and, and and to T. Higgins' credit, some of those balls were just bad one-on-one balls. Um, the Browns played good defense. I'll give them their props. But zero catches for T. Higgins. Yeah, I'm not – I don't know if you were able to watch that game, but it was it – was like, It was messy. It was messy. It was messy. And, and Burrow's hand size has been a topic <laughs> in the past. He he does have uh, smaller hands for a, an NFL quarterback, but that game was a swamp. Um, there were some throws that you could just tell, like that's that's not Burrow. Like, yeah, we know his calf is is tweaked or whatever. He might not be one hundred percent, but there's nothing wrong with the dude's arm. And and some of those balls were like, yeah, that was definitely affected by that wet ball. And and Higgins was definitely a zero for me. You know, I kind of. I, I took a shot on him and Drake London in w- one of my leagues that I really care about, and Oof. and having two zeros in my lineup absolutely crushed me. Yeah, that's a mistake on my part uh, as far as London goes. You know, I should have I should have wait waited and saw what we were gonna get from the Falcons. But yeah, it, it's really really hard when two of your starting wide receivers get you zero. That's that's why I lost. I ended up losing by four points, and it was just a total disappointment. Yeah, I have. Um, I also had uh, Dallas Goddard, who to me was a top five tight end. Zero catches. Yeah, he zero I, catches. I'm pretty sure on passing plays he ran like 95 percent of the Eagles of the Eagles passing plays and just did absolutely nothing. Not a single catch. One I, target. I think. I mean, maybe maybe that was a Belichick thing. I, I don't know why, but uh, you know, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, absolute dud. I couldn't believe it. Um, also I have DeAndre Swift. You warned me about him on the Eagles depth chart. He's listed as RB one. They're one of the best rushing teams in the league. if not the best rushing team in the league. He had one carry. He had one catch and then backup running back. Kenneth Gainwell had like 13 rushes. 
so I was excited about the Eagles game because I had Swift in a league. I had Goddard in a league. They did nothing. Absolute zeros. And again, in one of my leagues, I had Burrow and Dallas Goddard and Christian Kirk in the lineup, and they produced a total of less than two points. Uh, devastating. Devastating. Guys, all I can say is week one is typically like this, actually. Um, I remember last year looking at week one and thinking, uh, you know, no one performed the way I thought they did. No team scored the way I thought they would. And so I decided to pay closer attention this year. 13 of the 16 week one games hit the under. It wasn't just your fantasy team. Everyone underperformed for the most part. So don't panic. Those zeros, I don't think they're going to be zeros all year. Um, those, those heroes, you know, if they can hit some consistency, you know, I hope you have them, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to get them now. Uh, but, uh, th- those zeros, I wouldn't worry too much about don't panic. Um, there's a lot more to be produced as guys get into full swing. They're going to hit their normal strides. Um, Joe Burrow is going to complete more than 45% of his passes every game this year. I'm pretty confident. Um, so yeah, I'm don't panic is, is my, uh, my phrase of week one, we're moving on. You got some waiver wire moves to make. Tyler, tell me what you got. Yeah, um, I, I think it's interesting that the um, Chargers had about a 50-50 split in their backfield, and uh, Eckler is now uh, questionable for the week. He might not be practicing. So Joshua Kelly is definitely somebody that you want to target because he looked absolutely amazing. Um, they had him doing everything, too. Yeah, I mean, every time he got the ball, he was just gashing the Dolphins. Um Another guy that I'd like to talk about is Tyler Algier. He is rostered in under 50% of the leagues, and I, I truly believe this is going to be another Lions situation, you know, with Montgomery and Gibbs splitting time. I think they're, they're trying to ease in these rookies. So Bijan and Algier, I think you can definitely start uh, both of them. Another guy I was high on this season, and if, if you took my advice, I, I apologize. I don't think he's done, but uh, Cam Akers and Kyron Williams was just – an absolute split and they, they both scored, but I, I think Kyron Williams actually looked a little bit better. Yeah. And well, and Kyron Williams, I, I don't know what his percentage draft wise, but he's, he's available in like all of our leagues. Yeah. Um, another guy, uh, Kendrick Bourne, the Patriots threw the ball over 50 times, which shocked me. Yeah. Um, but he looked really, really good. If you are scrambling for tight ends, Hunter Henry had a, had an amazing game. Um, so he is definitely somebody you're looking at. And then unfortunately, JK Dobbins, man, it's so bad. Like, I I feel so bad for the guy. This is his last year on his rookie deal. Like he's not going to get that life changing money that he needed for the rest of his career. Now, now, you know, historically Achilles injuries have been career ending. We have seen a couple of guys now come back and play, but man, just not getting that huge contract is going to be detrimental to him so you're kind of going to have to take your shot on whether you believe it's justice hill uh or gus edwards but i'm just really really down for uh jk dobbins not somebody that i really liked coming into the season but just from a life standpoint man like last year on his rookie deal he's about to make just a life-changing amount of money and he goes down with a torn achilles so um my heart goes out to jk dobbins uh wonderful talent but unfortunately injury plagued and you know he I think he'll rehab and come back but he's just not going to get that huge contract that running backs truly deserve the last guy I want to talk about is uh, Zach Moss if the Colts don't figure it out with Taylor um, 
Zach Moss is going to be the guy. I, I know you're a big Colts guy, Johnny. Evan Noll went down, knee injury, and Deion Jackson fumbled twice. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they don't figure it out with Taylor, like I'm going after Moss anywhere I have an open roster spot or somebody that I'm willing to cut. Yeah, I mean, you know, I picked up Deion Jackson in, in our league because I thought, you know, he's a he's a starter for four weeks, but he didn't look like a starter. Um, so, yeah, the only other guy I would add to your list would be Rasheed Rice for the Chiefs. Uh, we obviously saw the drops with Kadarius Tony. Rasheed Rice caught a touchdown pass. Um, you know, I, if he's still out there, man, he was a guy that we talked about in episode one that we were uh, excited to see what Patrick Mahomes was going to do with them. And it seems like they obviously got some plans. So um, if he's floating around on your waiver wire, go get him. As far as matchups next week go, I, I just I, we haven't seen enough to really be like, oh, this is a great matchup. Um, I don't like any Falcons receivers uh, against Green Bay. Jair Alexander is an absolute stud. I don't really like any Panthers against the Saints. But other than that, there's no real clear-cut um, mismatches. We just don't know enough yet to, to really say, okay, this is going to be significant. You know, you like to have some more data on this, but just some rapid week one reactions is, you know, you, you, you can run the ball against the Dolphins and you can throw the ball against the Chargers. So I, I really like the uh, Patriots running backs this week. Uh, I think they're going to get back to uh, doing what they like to do, which is run the ball. Um, so th that's kind of what we're telling you guys. Take a look at, at what the teams are doing, what, what the defenses are giving up, and try, try to use that to your advantage for your matchups. Yeah, and we'll have a lot more um, insight on that as we move through this podcast week-to-week -week basis. Um, we'll have defensive stats and you know offensive stats that go against those defenses and uh, comparisons and stuff like that. Just a little too early right now after week one. A um, lot of lot of teams um, have little things to fix to get to where they want to be, where they plan to be for the for the going year here. Just far. to kind of add on to that, you know, preseason um, this year and last year was shorter. A lot of these guys don't play in the preseason, so this was week one can sometimes be a tune up. And you know, an NFL coach will never come out and say that, but if if they had it their way, if there if there was no injury concerns, like for sure these guys would be playing more in the preseason, right? You, you know. This week one is a tune-up. Let's see where we're at. Let's adjust, um, and let's make some changes moving forward. Again, the, the words are don't panic. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fun, fun facts, fun facts. All right, my fun fact is kind of lame, but I'm kind of proud of it. And it just helped me a lot this week. So uh, I have better than perfect vision. Uh, so like 2020, mine is actually like, I think 1520 or 2015, whichever one is better. 2015. Yeah, 2015. I think like the way that works is what everybody else can see at 20 feet. Like I can see better than that or something to that effect. Um but yeah, you know, it's funny because like my whole life, I never really realized that I had perfect vision until you start like getting older and realizing what it's like. Like my wife has terrible vision and so we're driving. I can see things farther ahead than she can. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's funny. Like as my boys are getting older and we're like hoping they have my vision or do they have their moms? Like we don't know yet. Um, I've got some suspicions, but yeah, better than perfect vision. My fun fact is that I love to ski. Uh, my in-laws have a lake house here in Indiana. I love to get up on the water and ski. And then when the, the seasons change, I love to uh, hit the slopes and do some um, 
snow skiing. So shout out to my buddy Joby. Uh, he and I love to get together on a weekend, hit the uh, trails for a little bit, and go skiing. So yeah, I'm I, I have more than one talent. Fantasy football is not my only talent, Johnny. <laughs> I, I can ski as well. So nice, a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, I've never never tried skiing. Never been uh, intrigued by it, to be honest. But you know, good for you. <laughs> Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Hopefully we can help you make those adjustments to get your team ready to go for week two. Um, hopefully if you play us in our league, you listen to nothing we said. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the week 15 fantasy football leagues are up and running. It is fun to see that. Um, we appreciate you guys for joining. Good luck to everyone out there. Have a great week.